Hi, I'm Rail Bricker, and I'll be one of your hosts for the Business Excellence Podcast. Hi, and I'm Lindsay Adams. I'm the co-host. And together, we're going to be talking about what makes up business excellence. And we believe that you can never be perfect. All you can be is excellent. And in our businesses and in our lives, we want to achieve excellence. And that's why this is the Business Excellence Podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Business Excellence Podcast. My name is Rail Bricker. And with me is my co-host from Brisbane, Australia, Lindsay Adams. Hello and welcome. And with us all the way from London in the UK is Alan Stevens. Now, Alan's profile, public profile, says he's a virtual and remote speaking specialist, a virtual event organizer, but his true specialization is being a reputation specialist and a speaker coach. Welcome to the podcast, Alan Stevens. Thank you, Rail, and thank you, Lindsay. It's a pleasure to be here. So, um, Alan, it's a delight to have you here with us, and uh, its um, I, I know you've got some brilliant stuff to share. This reputation thing, how does that impact businesses today? How important is maintaining your reputation? Uh, great question, Lindsay. I mean, it, it's always going to be important. Maintaining a reputation is the key to a successful business because a lot of the business that comes to us comes because of our reputation. We don't even advertise for it. It just appears through referral recommendation and reputation. But now the tough times that we're going through around the world make it more important than ever that people speak well of us rather than speak ill. And companies at the moment are on a knife edge. We know that. Uh, so are individuals in their businesses. And the way that they they work, the way that they treat their own employees, the way that they work with their customers and clients is right now more critical than ever. The, the reputation will literally make or break a company right now. And Alan, let me ask, let me extend that further. I mean, we always think of reputation only being important to our customers, you know, the, the, mm. the people who are going to pay us money to deliver some good or service. But the, the true question for you is, is, you know, who does it actually affect in our greater, you know, world? It affects all sorts of people, Rail. I mean, it, it affects yeah, the recruitment, retention. Uh, it affects how we operate with our suppliers. It, all of those things are relevant. And particularly now, I mean, people talk a lot about millennials. I don't like to necessarily categorize people as acting in a certain way, but I've, I've got a millennial daughter, so I've got a kind of research assistant uh, that tells me all this sort of thing. And she won't work for organizations that she sees as unethical or, or not doing the right thing or doing the wrong thing. And all of her friends are the same. And I think we're, we're now going through a time, you know, people talk about the Great Reset and so on, whatever you think about that, where people are looking at how companies behave, not only to their customers, but also to the planet, to their staff, to the environment. And all these things affect their reputation. So it's, it's, a, it's a whole ecosystem now. Has the impact of things like Google rankings or Google, Google reviews, you know, being that public, you know, has that, you know, is that a make or break, you know, reputational thing? And how do you manage that? Well, I mean, things, things like Google reviews, uh, TripAdvisor, uh, Yelp, all, all those sorts of things are now becoming seriously important. People have never really believed their advertising. You know, if, if they ever did, they certainly don't now because it's what we say about ourselves. But what they do believe are what other people say about us. So all of those third-party reviews, what, what people, you know, the star ratings people put against us, they become the primary source of information. 
There's an excellent book by um, by Google themselves called ZMOT, ZMOT, The Zero Moment of Truth, the time when you realize what's going on. And that has now come right back to, I'm going to go and buy, say you've got a, a, a sick child or something, and you think, what, what should I get, an infection or something? You talk to your friends first. You, know, you talk to the friends at the school gate. You talk to your friends on, on WhatsApp. And that's your primary source of information and your primary driver. So all of those issues about reputation have come right back away from advertising, away from what we say on our websites, to what other people say about us. So, Alan, how how important is integrity? With I mean, to me, I'm, I'm guessing that underpins everything hmm. uh, in terms of your reputation. I, I've seen uh, some business owners in recent times make some amazing claims Mm. about, you know, the history of their company and, uh, mm. you know, the incredible changes they've wrought. And it's all lies. And and I, I sit there, I'm just amazed that they have the, the I don't know what, chutzpah to do it. Um, yeah. How does that work? Uh, well, of course, you know, twas ever thus, Lindsay. People have always overclaimed and overclaimed, and that's yeah, part of the hype is, is what advertising's often been about. But now, of course, it's much easier than ever to find out the truth behind those claims, whether there is any truth behind those claims. You can easily look things up. You can find out if they really did win that award, if they really are the number one global guru or whatever it is, or what organization gave them that. It may be some tin bot organization that doesn't matter at all. So we, we're now able to do our own research to find out whether those claims, grand as they may be, have got any validity at all. And once we find out that a claim is not valid, the credibility, the integrity, the authenticity has gone. But I think there's a bit more to it than that. And I, I liken it to, you know, if you're playing golf, for example, nobody plays golf, but, but I do, you know, some of us do. And you can find, <laughs> you, you go off, you hit your ball into the rough and you go and find your ball and you think, I can't possibly play that. So you just give it a little nudge with your foot. <laughs> Now, nobody might see that. Nobody might ever know that you did that, but you know you did that. And that, that, is my, that is how I think integrity works. It's being professional even when people can't see what you're doing because it, it inculcates your whole being and your whole life. Integrity and authenticity yeah. is, is critical in business. It's, yeah. it's an interesting one. I like your golf analogy. There was, I thought you were going down another road, which is an old golf story of mine, which is, mm. you know, what do you do when your opponent's in the rough and shouts that they found their ball and you know it's impossible because it's in your pocket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good story. <laughs> so, so how does a company go about repairing a reputation i mean you know mm. it's all very well to say great we've got a you know we, we we've got all these five-star google reviews and then you mess up you know yeah um you know how do you where do you start in trying to to build your reputation or to rebuild your reputation to, to rebuild it's a very good one because that's a lot of the work that i do with clients where they've made a mistake and and there's, there's a classic process that you go through the first thing is you accept responsibility you say yes this happened and there is a responsibility for it and you come out with your hands up and you say yes that happened and then you apologize you say i'm, I'm sorry that happened then you set in train a process for fixing it you and you make it very public you say, this is what we're going to do. This is, this is what we did wrong. You've got to admit you made a mistake. This is what we did wrong. This is how we're going to fix it. This is how we're going to treat our customers in future. And then quite often you commit a random act of kindness, you know, which is perhaps unrelated to the original uh, problem, just to, to demonstrate what kind of good company you are. And you've got to mean it as well. 
And the problem is a lot of companies will try and cover up the initial mistake. This happens in politics. It happens in business. It happens everywhere. Yeah. People think, oh, I screwed up. I better not tell anybody. And if I do this, they'll never find out. That is a massive error, as we, as we know, because when somebody finds out that you've started to cover it up and the cover up becomes the problem. And people, you know, politicians don't get dismissed for mistakes. They get dismissed for trying to cover up the mistake they made. Same in organizations. Never do it. It will ruin your reputation. And so wow. do, you, do you have a pro, I mean, a, 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 and obviously that's your intellectual property and what's what you do with clients. And, and, and we'll come to, you know, at the end of the, the interview, how people would contact you. But, sure. you know, it's sort of, you know, three steps or three tips for people or companies to to maintain reputation and then sort of three tips for actually going, you know, you know, be honest, be, you know, whatever it is, you know, in terms of rebuilding, you know, how would you frame those in simple terms? Yeah, I think in simple terms, I've kind of given you the outline there. And it's not, I don't possess intellectual property. I'm just a guy with some spin on something. That's all, you know. And this is, this is not, this is not my wisdom. This is perceived wisdom. But obviously, the first thing that a company has to do if they've made a mistake is to acknowledge it. And I think that's the biggest error that, that organizations, individuals make. They refuse to acknowledge something. They know they've done something wrong. They know they kicked the ball back into the fairway, but they're not. They're not going to. They're not going to admit it. They're going to pretend it never happened. So the first thing you've got to you've got to come out and do that. Second thing is you've got to be very clear with the people who are affected what's going to happen in future, how you're going to deal with them, how you're going to organise yourself, so that cannot possibly happen again. Or if it does, you'll you'll deal with it in, in the right and appropriate manner. But more importantly than that, you've got to you've got to demonstrate to people what you're all about. You've got to show people, you've, you've got to commit to doing the right thing all the time. That's really difficult. You can, you can lose a reputation. It's like a bubble. You can burst it in a second. It takes a long time to recreate that. The sensible thing, of course, is don't get there in the first place. Yeah. You know, you know act, act in the right way all the time so that people then won't have to look at you rebuilding your reputation. But, but the biggest mistake, and I, I repeat it again and again, I talk to all my clients about it, Everybody makes mistakes from time to time. We can't help it. Sometimes it's not even our fault. And the really hard thing to do is to sometimes fix an error that wasn't your fault because you don't really want to go into the detail of how it did happen. Sometimes you have to take responsibility for things that weren't entirely your fault. That's, that's, that's being in business, frankly. So you've got to go with that. Okay. So, Alan, um, been great to have you with us on the show today. Uh, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, want to perhaps – to get some help to manage their reputation, how would they do that? Thank you, Lindsay. I'm very easy to find. If you look up The Media Coach in Google, you'll find me. I'm at mediacoach.co.uk. You, you can find me almost anywhere. I've got a, in fact, I've got my own web radio show as well, which hopefully I'll invite you guys on fairly soon. That'll, <laughs> That'll be, be great. That'll be fun. And uh, if I, I do a regular newsletter that goes out now to tens of thousands of people, and, and you can just come to the website, mediacoach.co.uk. You'll find me, and I'll be glad to help. Thanks, Alan. It's been a pleasure to have you on Pasture Back to Rail. We're going to finish up. Thank you very much, Alan, and thank you to my co-host, Lindsay Adams. This is Rail Bricker signing off for another edition of the Business Excellence Podcast. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Business Excellence Podcast.